Welcome to episode 31. Today we'll be talking about great discipleship, Bible study, and small group leaders. We'll look at what makes a great leader, how to find great group leaders, and some options for training group leaders. Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Allenby, your host and women's ministry mentor. I'm the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. The Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast is for women's ministry leaders and team members of all stages, from new to seasoned, serving in their local church community. If you're looking for hope and inspiration, you've come to the right place. In addition to discussing the nuts and bolts of women's ministry, I'll be asking seasoned women's ministry leaders to share their best tips and the lessons they've learned. Together, we'll learn to build a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Leading a small group is one of my favorite things. But before we launch into this discussion, I want to be clear about the role of a discipleship, Bible study, or small group leader. I am speaking specifically about group leaders that are facilitating a group and not teaching a Bible study or a lesson. These group leaders are not responsible for the Bible study content. They are responsible for leading their group through the discussion of the content. In most cases, these group leaders will have access to questions or a guide that they can use to facilitate their group time. Now that we've cleared up any possible confusion, here are five things group leaders might be responsible for. Number one, guiding the group discussion. Number two, tracking attendance. Number three, weekly communication. Number four, prayer requests. And number five, encouragement. In some churches, small group leaders are encouraged to offer optional fellowship and service activities but not everything has to fall on the back of the group leader. Group leaders can also ask group members to help with tracking attendance, distributing prayer requests, and scheduling fellowship activities. Chances are you've had some really great group leaders and some not so great group leaders. I have too. So what makes a great group leader? I asked the leaders in the Women's Ministry Toolbox Facebook group, and here are some of the qualities that made their list. The first is that great group leaders are welcoming. Welcoming leaders make sure every woman feels like she belongs no matter her experience with the Bible. Number two, great group leaders are transparent. They admit their mistakes and share from their personal life. Number three, great group leaders let the Holy Spirit lead. This doesn't mean we go off topic. It means that we extend the pause when we sense God wants someone to share, or we follow that prompting to reach out to a group member. It also means encouraging women to spend time with the Holy Spirit as their teacher before looking at commentaries. Number four, great group leaders challenge women to grow. She meets women where they're at and loves them so much she's not willing for them to stay there. Number five, great group leaders love the Word of God. And number six, great group leaders are confident. They're able to control the group if needed. This doesn't mean they know all the answers, but they are willing to find out. How do we train our leaders to exemplify those same qualities? For some group leaders, it comes naturally. For most of us, we need someone to teach us how to lead our group well. 
While it can be tempting, especially if you have an immediate need for group leaders to ask for volunteers, that's not what I suggest. Back in episode 11, I talked about building a women's ministry team. Those same strategies for recruiting group leaders can be applied here. We are looking for leaders, not volunteers. These women will be shepherding a group of women. We want to make sure every woman we place in the role of group leader has a proven track record of being a godly woman. Not perfect, but a woman who has exhibited wise decision-making and spiritual maturity. Many churches have in place requirements for group leaders. If you're not sure or you don't know, please ask a church or staff member. Church membership is usually one requirement that must be met. When you're looking for new group leaders, ask your current group leaders for suggestions. They have likely noticed women in their group that would be great group leaders. They've seen them love the other women in their group well. They know who is reliable, who's completing their homework, and who is engaged. We're looking for women who may be ready to lead a group next week, but we're also looking for women who might need a little bit of coaching before we let them loose. Are you leading a small group or Bible study? Do you sometimes struggle with collecting prayer requests? Would you like some of your quieter group members to share more? As a seasoned Bible study leader, I've picked up some great tips and tricks over the years, and I'm sharing them all with you in my Bible study facilitator training course. This course contains 18 short video lessons, worksheets, email scripts, Bible study group guidelines, and so much more. It's everything you need to succeed as a small group or Bible study leader this year. Visit bsftraining.com to register and get more information. I was involved in Bible study fellowship as a small group leader for a couple of years. The leadership training I received during that time was phenomenal. I was brought in as a new leader for the fall semester during the previous spring semester. I trained alongside those current leaders before taking on my own group that next fall. We had the opportunity to listen, watch, and learn from seasoned group leaders. I'll admit, it was a bit intimidating. I didn't realize how big of a commitment it was. Knowing that I would receive ongoing training throughout the year gave me confidence that I could step into the role come fall. If you're not familiar with Bible Study Fellowship, the leaders meet one day earlier in the week for training and to work through that week's lesson together. Some weeks we might role play, things like handling a group member that might dominate the group discussions. We practiced difficult conversations and shared how things were going in our groups. Working through that week's lesson was also beneficial. We were aware of any ideas that might be sticky. We had the opportunity to share our answers so we could make it about our women's answers the day our groups met. We also took time to pray for our groups each week. What are some options for training group leaders? I've got three suggestions for you. Number one, like Bible Study Fellowship, you could hold weekly group leader meetings. If you're overseeing a large number of groups, I'd recommend this option if at all possible. Number two, create a mentorship program where a seasoned leader trains an incoming leader. This might include a time of co-leading together. And number three, create or purchase a training program for new group leaders. You might have an all-day training session at the start of each semester. 
You could create or purchase a set of video lessons leaders watch on their own time. I created my Bible Study Facilitator training course to meet this need. You can find out more about it at bsftraining.com. If you're in a smaller church, you may need to train women one-on-one. -on -one. In one church where I served, that meant I met with the Bible study coordinator. I had a packet of materials to read through, and she hit the highlights and answered any questions I had. All new leaders in that church had to co-lead a study first. Even though I have had extensive experience as a small group leader, I had to walk through that process. I admit, this was so hard. I grumbled and complained to my husband, and the Lord used that experience to humble me and teach me another lesson about submission. I was willing to do the work to have the privilege and joy of serving as a group leader. Here are today's toolbox tasks. Number one, review your process for training group leaders and make any needed adjustments. And number two, make a list of potential group leaders. Training group leaders takes time, but it is absolutely worth it. Your leaders are much more likely to stay on if they feel supported and equipped. As you feel empty spots, whether it's from group growth or leaders stepping down, I pray the Lord will give you wisdom and discernment. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox Community Facebook group. We'd love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.